Did you already get a sip of this? No, no. I went to take a sip, and you got all fucking butthurt about me. Because well, I wanted sip. you to take a sip while we were actually recording something. So what do you? <laughs> 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 it's delicious. <laughs> if you want. It's, I mean, it's a cheap beer. It's, I mean, that shit's crystal clear. I mean, it looks like urine. I mean, it, it's well hydrated urine. I mean, it's nine dehydrated urine. It's, not, it's like, <laughs> it's like well hydrated urine. That's like if you pull into an aid station and that's what your pee looks like. You're, you're like, stoked. you're like, I'm good. You're like, like I'm, I'm solid, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, like let's grab some hot dogs and keep moving. Yeah, let's keep this. Let's keep this show on the road. Welcome to Running Beer and BS, a podcast where we discuss those things and a little bit more. I'm Flores. I'm Johnny. And welcome to episode seven. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about some tips and tricks when you're traveling for races, um, whether that be a drive or a flight, or I guess a train or a bu- Do people still take Greyhounds? Is that still a thing? I, I kind of want to take a Greyhound one of these days. Oh, I've got... I think did I t- tell you about the Greyhound uh, <laughs> the read? Did I tell you about the Greyhound um, experience that I wanted to do the hundred mile run back from Cincy? No. It's like I think it's like six or seven dollars to take a train or take a train take the Greyhound from uh, downtown Columbus to near like the casino area I yeah. think in Cincinnati and then we just run home. Oh my god! <laughs> like you take the first one out on a Friday. Yeah. And then just run home and you basically take the Erie to Ohio trail like that route home. And huh. it, it, I think to Delaware, it's like one Oh four. Get out of here. Really? Yeah. I'm down. <laughs> we I, might, would, I would totally do that. We might need to make a thing out of that. Oh my God. That sounds so stupid. Man, I'm all the way on board. That was a strict, strict tangent. But, uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about this week. Uh, I just got done with the Hashua Hills 50 K on Saturday. We're recording Monday, just a few hours before this will be released. What time is it now? It is eight 30. This will be released in three and a half hours. <laughs> assuming we don't talk for three and a three half, and half hours. hours. And then we're just going to roll it live. Yeah. <laughs> you just, <laughs> Hey, it's going out there. You're, you're hearing it as we're recording <laughs> it, but I was out in uh, Eastern Maryland, not too far from the Baltimore area. So while I was, uh, running on the trails, I was talking to some guys about some local beers and the podcast and stuff like that and trying to figure out, uh, I don't know, like something I could bring back that would be like a, a staple to the area. And what I was told, and they're like, you have to go with National Bohemian because that's like, apparently it's like a staple Baltimore beer, even though the beer has not been brewed in Baltimore or in Maryland since the mid seventies, Paps wow. bought it and it has, it has nothing to do with Maryland anymore, but they're like, you know what? They held on to it. We're still holding on to it. And Good all like them. the hipsters are like, this is us. And then we're doing the new school way. New school hipster. New school hipster. We're so fucking hipster. <laughs> we're out hipstering to hipsters. Yeah, we'll, sh- we'll show you hipsters. And what we're doing is we have this beer lined with a rim of Old Bay seasoning. And if anyone knows what Old Bay seasoning, it's basically what you put on crabs, a.k.a. Maryland, because John and I were talking earlier. Apparently, that's the only thing uh, John thinks Maryland's good for. And the wire is the wire from Maryland. Yeah, it's in Bodymore. I've never, dude. I've never even seen. You got to watch the wire. I've, there's so I, much. Honestly, the wire is it, the wire might be my favorite TV series ever made. Ever, 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 forever. forever. 
I can't think of another one I like more off the top of my head. Is that HBO or Showtime? It's one of those two, right? Yeah, it's definitely one, one of those, of those two. two. But but yeah, yeah, so National Bohemian rimmed with a little bit of Old Bay. Rimmed. We, uh, John and I had <laughs> John and I had our first sip at the same time because we didn't want to like react too soon and how it was, and I might that might be in the intro. So you may have already heard our initial reaction to it, but uh, I I don't mind it. I don't mind the beer itself, and I. Definitely enjoy it with the old Bay seasoning. What about you, John? So the beer itself, if I had to, if, if no one's ever had this beer, National Bohemian, if you've never had it, it's essentially a lighter PBR. It, you know what it is? It's PBR light. Yeah. It's PBR. It's National National Bohemian beer. It's PBR light. I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of like it. I mean, I'm kind of a lager, pilsner kind of guy anyways, so it's kind of right up my alley. I really like the beer by itself, but... And I do love me a good crab cake, so that Old Bay on top of it is really. <laughs> dude, it's this is insane. I could honestly, God, I could drink these all year long. It's not bad. Like, and that's, I'm gonna have to go into Barley Hopsters and, <laughs> and tell them fucking. we need you need to get this national. Bohemian. We got a six pack, the whole six pack downstairs. So we've got four more to drink. We might just cut Power break and, and grab it, grab yeah. another one. I almost brought another one up here, but I was afraid there, that I wasn't gonna like I it. I do got to admit, they drink really fast. I mean, they're yeah. so light. They're so light, so crisp. Yeah. It, you know what? John's like halfway through his. I've only got a few sips because I'm trying to do all of the uh, the audio stuff. I will at the same say, time, I, but I did just use the word crisp. They're not really crisp though. It, it's extremely light. It's it's very light yeah. and just like smooth. There's no like because initially when I was pouring it, I, it smelled it smelled almost like a like a Miller, yeah. like like this real like real pissy urine yeah. type of beer smell. But drinking it, you don't taste that. I don't know if the Old Bay is dampening it. Or I don't, I don't, I can't really well, say what it is. I've actually, so the reason I've drank a little bit more than probably you have is because I'm actually trying to drink where I've already drank off the Old Bay just so I can try to get a true beer taste. Oh, okay. And it's, it's not bad. It's so weird that people don't like this beer. They talk shit about this beer. Yeah. I, yeah it's, it's, I think it's just because it's old school and it's cheap. I mean, I think I got it for, I mean, I had to get it from a liquor store because, uh, I went to the grocery store and they didn't have it, but I thought Maryland, they, you could buy beer in the grocery store. Maybe it was the Safeway I went to, but the, it, we, the town we were in, it was a, uh, a little college town, like a very small college town. Do you know so what I, college it is? Uh, McDaniel, Mc, something like super small. Like I had never even heard of it. McDaniel sounds right. Not McMurray? Not McMurray. It doesn't, uh. No, that doesn't sound right. It's Mick something. McDonald's? Mick. Mick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I went into the, the liquor store area after the race, and it's like I'm stumbling in there already. I smell like ass because yeah, 50k. <laughs> and I walk in, and I like I'm looking around because they're like, "Hey, you can't miss it. It's a dude that looks like he has a monocle for yeah. an eye, and he only has one of them." Yeah. So I'm like, "Okay, I should be able to find this." I find it. I go to the to cash out, and I'm like, "Her, this is a staple of the area," and she just gives me this look like, "Please get out of my store." <laughs> what? The so I said it. So I said it twice. <laughs> I was like. Maybe she didn't hear me. It'll be funny your second time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she maybe she didn't hear what I said. So yeah, I'm gonna do this again. But I found this pretty cool article when I was doing it of ten things you didn't know about Natty Bo. Um we already talked about it's not actually from Maryland. Um and one thing I found super interesting was they were the reason why six pack cans became a thing. In the 40s, they packed. They were the first to package as six-pack cans, and that huh. kind of like took off of why beer was brought into six packs. I f- so I feel like I feel like if you are any kind of beer fan, you should have tried this beer in your life. With that being said, then, like this is a, I mean, this is a significant 
You yeah. have beer history. Yeah, it actually is beer history. And then the caps have these little puzzles on it. And John will take a picture of like one of the caps. You try to see it. It's probably gonna be hard to see the puzzle on it. But apparently it's actually like a, uh, there's a Twitter account and it called not Mr. Bo. And then also Bohemian national Bohemian will tweet and, and cause issues, but you can, they have, you can solve the puzzle with the puzzle number that's in it. And if you're at a bar and you order a bottle of national Bohemian and they do not give you the cap, you basically call them out on social media and like Shut they get like up. people like call them out all over Twitter Dude. and stuff like that. Like if you get your bottle and the bartender does not give you your cap and throws your cap away that has your puzzle on it. Shut shit's up. going down. Dude. All right. So straight up, these guys are getting followed by us on Twitter. Oh, for sure. I, I <laughs> national Bohemian, not yet a sponsor of this right. podcast. Holler at your boys. <laughs> we got your back in OH. But yeah, it's just, it was a super, super interesting. When I first saw it, I thought it was like, all right, we're just going to get this stupid, stupid cheap beer. And then the more I like started reading into the history and stuff like that, I'm like, you know what? This actually works for the podcast. It's not me just trying to like prank John with a, yeah. with a crappy beer. And, and lo and behold, I like it. Yeah. Which and it's like, like, how about that? <laughs> Crap. He likes it. It's uh, trick, trick on me. Fool, fool me, fool me, fool me once. Shame. <laughs> no, no, it's fool me, fool me twice. Oh, <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. But yeah, so that's what we're drinking uh, this evening. We'll probably, I want to say we'll call down to Kayla to get me some, but I think if I text Kayla, be like, hey, honey, so can you come in the studio? And I know we're messing with you while you're trying to watch The Voice. Yeah, I know you're watching. This is The Voice! <laughs> I keep yelling down. <laughs> Kayla! <laughs> just begging on the ground. <laughs> don't don't start doing it, because I will never hear the end of that. No, no, okay, yeah. That'll be the end of that, but... So, yeah, we'll get a little bit into the race um, in a bit. But, John, how was your uh, week? Yes. So, um, I am trying to think. I ran Tuesday with Scott Wolf. Didn't run Wednesday. Didn't run Thursday. Saturday, I got a really fun. Like, Saturday was, like, one of those days where, like, the group who I run with a lot on Saturdays, a person in that group may or may not have sent out a text. I'm out. I'm not running in this rain. I'm not doing it. <laughs> and then, uh, and then it was maybe, well, how about, how about just a little bit? How about we just do this? Nope. I'm out. Pause, pause. Okay. All right. Come, <laughs> come. Yeah. You know, I let's, saw that text Jay when I yeah, got, yeah. I got, uh, I just happened to pick up my phone later in the afternoon and I'm like, and, you know, since I got all the texts the same, it's like 76 unread yeah, text messages. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm not going to make it. I'm out. Not feeling good. Okay, I'll see you there soon. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. what? So it was hilarious because the person who was like, I'm not going to, you know, was we, we take off on the run. Or before you even take off on the run, he's like, all right, well, uh, I just want to do like three. And I'm like, okay, we'll do three. And I'm like, hey, how about we go to this, you know, this run that we do fairly often and you know it's to the stop sign that way at any point you want to turn around you can turn around da, 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 da. so we we're like okay cool we take off we start running to the sign we get to the sign everyone's in full good spirits everyone's going great the same person who almost bailed on the run as we're headed back is like hey how about we loop up into this old people's housing area and get an extra mile in oh, okay cool do that <laughs> same person we start coming to the cemetery and like, hey, how about we do a loop around the cemetery and get some miles in? We're like, all right. We're going down. We're like, he's like, all right. 
so let's do this, this, and this. Now to give us our ten for the day. <laughs> awesome. So I mean, he it just goes to show like what kind of peer pressure goes into running. Oh yeah. The other great development that happened on that run is we um we had a person who doesn't normally run with us join us, and he is I I think he's pretty well accomplished college runner. Um, it's Zach. Uh, Keith. Okay. Keith yeah, Benson, yeah. Yeah. He ran with us. And um, when I say ran, that's probably a loose term for him. He basically <laughs> power walked yeah. where we ran. I think dude is like, he was doing his warm up. Like, dude is crazy fast. It's so funny. Cause like Renee and I were even discussing at one point during the run, like how many more miles does he need to do at this pace before he's tired, before it's even worth him, like putting on shoes. Like, I mean, you could just tell could just a great dude, but because he was running with us, we got on the discussion of indoor track and stuff like that. Yeah. So it lead ultimately leads into kilometers and like the different events that's in indoor track. And I was like, you know what? Speaking of kilometers, like anyone been watching the Olympics? And they're like, oh yeah, some people. <laughs> I'm like, so my dumbass is watching the cross country skiing event, and it is the five thousand meter. That don't have to be edited. It is the 5,000 meter cross country ski, right? And I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like watching like the times are throwing down. It's like insane. And in my head, my initial thought was, shit, how far is 5,000? Mind you, for people who don't know, I spent a handful of years in the army. (laughs) So everything I've ever measured, you know, in my, uh, you know, late teens, early 20s, even up into my mid 20s was kilometers, meters, clicks, all that kind of stuff. And I was still sitting there in like a stupor, like five thousand meters. I'm like shit, how far is that? Seriously, it, it serious. I shit you not. It took me like forty solid minutes before I'm like, you stupid fucker. <laughs> five thousand meters is a five k, you know. And I'm like, okay, five k. Carry the one. So bad enough, it took me a lot long to figure that out. But then I got to thinking, well, shit. Let's see if that's if 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 a five k is five thousand meters. And 3,200 meters is two miles. So 1,600 meters on the 32 would be 48. So it's a little bit more than three. (laughs) It was insane how long I had to break down the math. I'm like... I had like I was like doing the, like the Thagorean theorem and shit. Like I was like all the way involved in like some deep level. Like I don't know how, but I've got y squared equals something, and <laughs> yeah. I don't know I don't know what happened. I, I'm like I had like both shoes and socks off trying to do the math on my hands and toes. I'm like this is really, and then again like a significant portion later, I'm like oh my god, you dipshit! It's a five k. It's it's three and an eighth. Like why is that so eluding me? Three and but, a tenth. Eighth, tenth, three point one. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's a complete difference of the eighth and the tenth. I don't think I think it measures the three point one eight to be extremely precise. Yeah, I'm pretty sure not. But even then, point one eight wouldn't be an eighth. All right, three and a tenth, three point one. I don't know why I said three. <laughs> so it took me. So here we go again. With like for some reason, the last couple math has like really eluded me. I think it's three point one two. That sounds right. Just from a fifty k is thirty one point two. Isn't yeah. it? Well, for thirty, a fifty, fifty uh, k. Fifty k. Sorry, we're not even going down oh, this rabbit hole because it. So, anywho, this is the problems that I was having watching. It's the problem with the world. We should all have learned the metric system. The metric system makes so much more sense yeah. than than imperial. Imperial is that what it's called? Imperial yeah. or empirical? Which just sounds imperial. no imperial. Which would be yeah imperial. Dun dun dun. dun no. Right. You just sound like some sort of like 
Uh, so anywho, <laughs> we talked about that. Like as I got in that conversation of telling him about that, that that chewed up a good like mile and a half of them laughing at me for being a dumbass. That was also shortly after that conversation about why I cannot figure out five thousand to five K to three point one. Right after that, Zach brings up a challenge that he heard about someone doing. Have you heard about the guy who is or a guy or a person or people or whatever are trying to do in, in one week? In one week, they're trying to do 100 miles and 100 beers. Every day? No, no, no. In a week. In a week. You have one week to do 100 beers and 100 miles. The 100 beers would be the toughest part of that. Right? So, well, for us, I mean... I mean, if you, I mean, but in in theory, you could you could walk slash crawl a hundred miles in a week, like if oh, if yeah. that's all you wanted to do. But right. to do that and also drink a hundred yeah. beers. So so Zach brought that as up. long as there are a hundred national Bohemians. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate how much I like this beer. So they brought that. So Zach brings this up. So and naturally, the discussion begins of okay, how do you attack this? Right. And then I only wanted to clarify, and I shit you not, what I'm getting ready to tell you made Keith laugh so hard, who was running with a chest cold already, so he's already having a hard time breathing, which means he was almost as slow as me. (laughs) He was already having a hard time breathing. So what I'm getting ready to say made him laugh so hard, he had to stop and almost dry heaved in the middle of the road. My simple question was this. The challenge is 100 beers, 100 miles, in one week. Right. I simply asked. Are we talking about a seven-day week? Okay, that makes right. That makes I just, sense. I just want to make sure we're talking about seven-day week and not like a five-day work week or something. Right, like, like not not in your typical work week. And for some fucked up reason, Keith thought that was like the stupidest, like funniest <laughs> question I've ever asked in my life. I'm like, bro, if you think that's dumb, you really got to hang around me more often. Yeah, you need to listen to this podcast. Like, that was like that was like some intellectual shit that I just asked right there. But he's like, <laughs> what the fuck else you think we're they do it measured in? So sort of like any like some lunar like, like he started oh. rambling all kinds of shit. But he, he did all this like smart people oh, stuff since yeah, he knows dude, way he, too much. Yeah, yeah, he's way more intelligent than I need to be hanging around with. But yeah, between so between my dumbass trying to figure out five thousand meters into miles and whatnot, and then confirming that there are seven days in a week <laughs> evidently in his eyes. Like it That's was weird. It was a uh so that was Saturday's run. <laughs> Five then, minutes later. That's what I did on Saturday. Yeah. And then uh so also Saturday was oh so here we go. <laughs> Let's keep talking about how big of a dumbass I am. It was also this week that I realized the PBR 10K. <laughs> the PBR 10K that I was super stoked about. That we were pushing the entire time. Yeah. Like I think since the podcast started, like, you've been talking about this. Gotta race. come out and run the PBR 10K. No, you don't. <laughs> and here's why. So Come like, I don't know what day it was. I started getting curious because I keep seeing him posting stuff on Facebook about the 10K. And like, I'm like, it's so weird. I haven't seen anything about a route or like packet pickup or anything. So I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? So I start diving a little bit deeper into his like about, uh, you know, uh, the about event on uh, Facebook. And that's when I discover, wait a fucking second. This isn't a goddamn 10K, like 10,000 meters. It's called the PBR 10K because he has 10,000 PBRs. John texted me. It was like, I can't find this course map anywhere. And I hadn't really looked at the website at all. So I pulled up the website and I'm looking. And then I just see the thing. It's like drinking 10,000 PBRs. And I'm like, oh, shit. 
we've been pushing a race that isn't actually a race. What's so funny is I had like a, at that moment, I realized, oh my God, how big of an asshole would I have looked like? If I would have showed up in like shorts and like some running shit, you know, oh, that I would have looked like great. such an asshole. So where's the, where's packet pickup at? <laughs> Do you guys have any extra safety pins? <laughs> so that happened to me also that day. Uh, but so the PBR 10 K did not happen. Uh, although I did see uh, some people posting that they were there. It looked like a really good time. I, I didn't check any um, of it. So that didn't happen. But what did come to for, uh, come true for me uh, Saturday night was we had the Delaware lacrosse pub crawl. And, I was uh, seeing a little bit of that stuff you posted on Instagram. <sighs> I saw you walked home. I, I, that was a smart move, my son. <laughs> no. I, I'm never phrased. Not that you should have been driving home. Yeah. Where was the missus at? Uh, not feeling great. Uh-huh. Not feeling. Uh, she had actually had to call off work that day. She was so, feeling so under the weather. So, um, so you did the thing any good husband does and leave her and go. <laughs> At that point, she was feeling so bad. She's like, "Please leave. Go. Yeah. Gotcha. Like it had gone that far down. I'm the just trying to make you far. sound horrible. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not. Everyone knows how great of a guy I am. So, uh, Jen, go ahead and comment on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, that night it had. It, so what's funny is it had been kind of drizzling all day that day. And I've been walking around in like a like a semi waterproof jacket, and I'm like, oh yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll just walk home. And so from the last stop that night, which was a uh, Brazen Oak, is that what Oak and Brazen? Oak and Brazen. Yeah. From there, I went ahead and just mapped it back. I used that footpath app, and I mapped it back. It is two point five seven on the nose to their front door, back of the house. The okay. way I the way I went. So yeah. I'm like oh, two and a half, no big deal. Like I said, start off maybe a light drizzle. I made it from. Oak and Brazen, I made it less than probably two city blocks. Like I, I'll, I'll put it this way, I didn't even make it to Stas. Wow! And it was like the boosh, and it just started <laughs> to drop. And I'm like, you got to be. So I'm like, screw it. I put my headphones in and just walked. I got home, and I mean, I have, I have went through some some events where I've gotten really wet. I don't know that I've ever been more wet uh, than I was when I got home. Well, the crazy thing too, is it's not like you're wet during a run, right? Like you were out. Yeah. Yeah. And then just soaked. So it was, uh, I was absolutely soaked. Um, I think I ruined one of our Mophies that I had, cause I had a Mophie pack with me. I think mm. I ruined it from where I got wet, but, uh, that, so that ultimately led into Sunday's run where I woke up at, I don't know, 10, 10 30 in the morning and shot off of that, our our group yeah. text message like, yeah, no running for Johnny for a few. <laughs> <laughs> There's like zero chance I can even yeah. fathom not, getting up. Not this morning. What's impressive is three of us did get together and uh, get some miles in on uh, w- about one o'clock. We got and and then so again, someone at that running group was like, I've been trying to get you know x amount of miles in a week and I just need seven today and like multiple times tried to bail on it and like, well, we, that's why why it's tough running with you guys because it's like, this is all I want to do. Or like the one run we did a few weeks ago where I was like, all right, this is fine. And I was like, oh, I was actually like a quarter mile short. And Mark's like, start it back up. We're going around the block. I'm like, (laughs) fire it up. No, like we can stop. No, it's allowed. So it was actually, it was actually Mark that was like, Oh yeah, and if I get seven in, I'm I'm hitting my this little like imaginary goal that Gosh. I've kind of made up for myself, and I'm like, well, and then poor Keith, man, Keith. So like I said, he had that chest cold Saturday, yeah. Sunday. He was still like in a world of hurt. He was still like coughing and going on, which 
I mean, I love Keith to death, but you know, a little chest cold for him. Yeah. Like, thank, thank you for making me feel like you're now mortal. Thank which, you. Which I, I don't really want him. I, if he hears this, what sucks is he's a put the hurting on us next week when we are out there. Oh, yeah. Um, even, with his, that one. even with his chest cold, I am firmly aware that he could still, like, run me into the ground. Um, so, anywho, that was uh, my Saturday and Sunday. So, yeah, it was, it was basically two fun running days of making fun of myself and realizing <laughs> I have a fucking dumb realizing that kilometers are hard in both <laughs> how do you count them and also there's not races how many, how many beers are there <laughs> yeah so it was like a it was a bizarre week so yeah i went into the weekend uh, obviously heading into maryland into the hoshua hills um 50k it was actually it was a really good race i was kind of concerned with like uh, i don't know the setup of it like the registration, the lottery was like at the end of, or the middle of January. We talked about the lottery system in like the Dow Jones or whatever. So it was like the middle of January, this registration or the lottery started. And then you find out less than like right at a month before the race, like if you got into it. I'm like, all right, that seems just like, it seems like one of those like fat ass runs where they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. put on for no reason. Well, they also must expect. Like they expect whoever enters that race that they just stay kind of like 50k prep. Yeah, and that's kind of how it how it played out. So I was worried about that, and then there wasn't a there wasn't a course map at all on the on the website. No course map. I had no idea. I I put a little screenshot on my Facebook about like the course details, and it was like, yeah, we changed the out and back a little bit, and when you come back, just be careful of the cliffs. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> What does that mean? What like, do you, let's, just, let's just jump up and grab you. Yeah, like, I, I don't understand. What do you mean there's there's cliffs, but you're not telling me where, where on the course, what, when you say cliff, like, technically, I'm thinking a cliff is just, like, anything that falls off. Like, is it 10 feet? Is it 100 feet? That goes back to the fact that when you said, did you, was the elevation change or just a gain? The gain was, well, so... The gain on my Garmin said just over three. Okay, on Strava, so, it said three eight. Okay, so the elevation change was anywhere from six to seventy something odd. Yeah, six to almost eight. Yeah, so which is odd. so let's just call it seven thousand plus yeah. or minus five hundred. Right, probably. And this is in Eastern Maryland. That's what threw me for a loop. Which so that's why I saw hills. I'm like, okay, hills. Like yeah. it's like when we're in Ohio and we talk about hills, and we've got some parks that are hilly but there's nothing like we're not climbing mountains like it's out like west. when people in colorado hear us talk about hills we're like okay that's right. cute yeah that's cute bro to try that again yeah so it was really weird like getting there but i'll, I'll get into the hills but <clears throat> i wanted to make sure I, I threw this out this was this race was run by the virginia happy trails running club and first when i heard that i was like all right you're a bunch of hokey fat people that don't know how to do trail runs and this is going to be miserable sounds like <clears throat> a bunch of hippies it wasn't though. Surprisingly, <laughs> the people that I ran with and I and I met were like crazy ultra runners. Really? I ran with a lady. Uh, I think in the last five k, she did. She's she has five hundred plans this five hundreds planned oh this year. God. She's doing Umstead in a few weeks. She only did this race because she was like, yeah, I just need it as a training run. I'm doing twenty tomorrow as well. But for Makes the race sense. itself, it rained like 90% of the time. It only rained hard for like a half an hour to an hour, um, which made the trails like super muddy. And I equated it to, I would say every muddy part of the trail was Bigfoot trail in like the shittiest days, the shittiest times when we have like possum runs. Yeah. That Bigfoot, that outback section. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's an out, the outback section of this course. You have to like go out, you get a rubber band. 
uh, you have to do oh, it I twice. I like that idea. Well, it's funny. First loop you go, it's a thick rubber band. The second loop you go, it's a thin rubber band. So you can't take two rubber bands. So like, he goes, magically, the rubber bands get thinner. And literally, you go there, and there's no more thick rubber bands. I'm like, Good. how did they get out of here? Because <laughs> we, were, we were deep in some woods, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I saw crosses burning, and it was a, it was a scary, scary time for how a little Flores. How, <laughs> how close is that to like West Virginia, Virginia, and all that kind of stuff? Not at all. It was it was relatively close to the Pennsylvania border. I, I'm looking at his 50 maps. Yeah, so I'll point to it. <laughs> I don't have the microphone. It was like right there. So it's like central Maryland. Yeah, well, it's it was closer to the East Coast. It was right between Hagerstown and, and Baltimore. It was only like 45 yeah. minutes from Baltimore, hence reason for the National Bohemian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really cool race. Super hilly, though. Like, we'd hit some hills. And, you know, we're running, it starts off, you go around a corner, you hit this like hilly road, you get on a road to get to another trail. Yeah. You get on the trail, you turn a corner and you're just going straight up and you're like, all right, like this is probably the biggest climb. You get to the top of you turn another corner and you're still going up. I'm like, I don't remember seeing these hills from the road. Like we're hitting, we're hit, we're going up. Yeah. And I don't ever remember this stuff happening going up. Huh. So it was super weird. We get to one point. <clears throat> after the cliffs so we have the out and back with the muddy we hit some cliffs which are literally like a 25 foot drop on muddy ground with nothing and you're just like this is very dangerous and this I is on, like and, it. and this is on the first loop so the second loop i know i'm i'm screwed yeah. like my legs are going to be tired and it's going to be muddier i mean it's, you right know, the, the course we hit, we hit a part man i swear i could have grabbed the dirt in front of me that's how that's how high this one section was it wasn't very long so maybe a tenth of a mile quarter yeah. of a mile but when you're hiking like that it's hard get to the top of that there's a rope climb because the hill is way too steep they actually have a rope tied to a tree so you can pull yourself up the hill dang and i'm like i'm in maryland and not not I'm not on the AT. If I was on the AT, I would understand. That's like, I, I mean, I'm still. I guess when I think of Maryland, I when I think of Maryland, I only think of the section of Maryland that is east of the bay. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like you forget that there's like that long stretch of Maryland that like goes south. Yeah, I mean, of the AT goes. The yeah. AT goes straight so through it. It is weird to think of Maryland like that. Like I, it's it is a bizarre thing. Yeah, so it was it was a really cool race. It was a two loop race, so it was kind of interesting to see the first first loop and and come back around and do the same thing. It was a little short. It was just under thirty miles, is what my watch said. Um, so it's hard to say. People had people had distances from all over though, so it could have been my watch. No one had exactly fifty k. Yeah, but some people had a little more than me. Some people had a little less. So I'm I'm thinking that thirty miles is probably. Uh, Did anyone have <clears throat> over fifty k? I know not not anyone no, that I saw. No one that I was with had had over fifty k, but. A couple guys I just want to call out. There was two guys I met. <laughs> when he said his name, I was like, you're bullshitting me. <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm Blaze, and that's Junior. I'm like, sure, bro. <laughs> sure, bro. But super nice guys were like in their mid-20s. It was their second ultra they were doing. They did the North Face. That's in D.C. Yeah. They're doing it again uh, this year. Super great. I was hanging with them. They were they were fast. So I would hang with them. They'd hit the downhills, and they'd just like, go. I'm like, I can tell you're, you're new at this ultra thing because you're just flying. <laughs> and then when they get to the uphills, it, you, you thought a train hit them. So I was like, all right, get my, I got my Rutherford power hike yeah, going yeah, in. Yeah. I catch back up to him on the hills and then we hit a downhill. And I'm just like, well, have fun guys. See you at the finish. See you on the hill. <laughs> but yeah, there was, 
there was prairies. There's a lot of stuff. I'm actually going to, and this is going to be my shameless plug for my YouTube channel. I'm doing a full race recap uh, video on my YouTube channel. And then I'm also going to do a full race report that I write on the blog as well. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to rant on here, but I would highly, highly recommend if you're looking for a really cool ultra to do in Maryland, it was $19 and 25 cents every year. They drop it by 10 cents. So next year it's $19 and 15 cents. So we've discussed that. At what point does that bottom out? I don't know. Before the race director cares. I I mean, that's so weird. It was the weirdest thing too. The pre-race stuff, he's giving the instructions. And this is literally how you hear there's like a hundred people in this room. And here's, so what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to, you're going to follow these pink flags. (laughs) And then uh, if you see red, the red sits, uh, yeah. I'm just like, can you speak up, bro? Yeah, it's just a red. You follow, any questions? Can you repeat all of that? I don't. I don't know anything. What just and I'm like, and and there half the people couldn't hear the, but I think most of them have just done the race. But it was a pretty cool trail community. I highly recommend it. We'll have all the links there. It is a lottery, but um, there wasn't too many people on the wait list this year. So I think it's just. Yeah, I don't. I don't know when it's gonna bottom out as a thing. But got a cool mug as a finisher award. I'll post a picture of that on the socials. But that is enough of talking about our weeks. We kind of went off of a real tangent there but you know what that's why you guys listen to this you guys listen to this podcast for the bs i don't think it's because of the running in the beer no, i'm not it's definitely not because of the running knowledge yeah. <laughs> no i didn't say running knowledge i just said because the running yeah. talk because yeah. we, we don't have the knowledge what's, of it what's fun is I was, I was talking to somebody i was talking to mark yesterday on our run yeah 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 yesterday i was talking he's like so what you guys ain't talk about this week and i told him what we're gonna talk about and i said really though same boil down to Jonathan talking more than I am because my ideas of like how to pack for a run like on travels is like I'm like ah I put way too much faith in like the airline industry <laughs> that my shit will get there because that one thing you had mentioned I'm like well hell I've never even thought well, about that well, let's let's get into that yes, so yes, we'll please. we'll go we'll go a little bit back and forth between the trail and run as we usually do um, they're similar in fact of the actual getting to the location kind of the pre-race logistics when you're at the location could is is a little different between trails and run but so so when you travel let's we'll we'll go we'll go the furthest now so we're saying airline we're gonna airline so you just say just like i'm checking everything there's no way i don't check my luggage when i'm going to work for new jersey like going to new jersey for work like not happening you're gonna lose my pair of dress shoes Uh, so i've I've never even thought about it like i've just never ever feared the airline losing it's so funny because like like I see that kind of shit, and I think, who the fuck does that really happen to? A well, lot of people. Well, so what's funny is is a, a couple months ago, when I went down to Mexico, right, for our work trip, we had like four people lose their shit. And then I'm like, eh, that's just because she flew into Mexico. Like, it doesn't <laughs> even dawn upon me that that shit. Like, it doesn't that's even, not like a real problem yeah, to you? Yeah, I'm like, that's strictly because like you had, like, let me guess, because they give us these goofy-ass little tags that says Millionaire's Club, it, mm. just because that's how much you, know, you sell right. to get in a club. So I'm like, let me guess, you're dumbass, but the millionaire club on there so some someone dude, took it thinking some it was dude handling the baggage yeah. sees it says millionaire he's like rummaged through your shit that's why your stuff's yeah. lost it's not lost it's, it's fucking not, stolen yeah no it's you know? it's delayed because they had to go through it <laughs> yeah so i yeah i've just never done so great example when we went out to tahoe right when i went out to tahoe i bought a patagonia black hole duffel bag and I filled that bitch with everything I could possibly think I would need and to include every single one of my running shoes all my shorts, all my uh, There's no way. All my all my um all my chow, all my um nutrition, 
everything, running vest, everything was in that black hole bag. There you go, Southwest, see you in Reno. And I didn't think anything of it. There's so there, no way. So when you had made that comment, like, you're an idiot, you seriously do that, like, I don't pack. Any, and I was like, well, damn, that makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. So to, like, further prove that you're obviously the one that's more right here than I am, <laughs> I was talking to Mark about this, and he brought up a good point that professional um, professional um, cyclist, mm-hmm. There's there's two things that they never ever ever they, they it goes under carry on. There's two things that always go under carry on. They're shorts and their shoes. They said everything else for a professional cyclist is fuck. I can figure that out there. Yeah. Even, they said the shorts and the shoes are more important than the bikes. The really? bikes could be like you're like because they have I didn't like I guess now I sit and I think about watching the, the few times I've watched like the Tour de France. They do have multiple bikes that they'll rip off the top. Right, of the they'll cars. have like a trailer. Yeah, or, like they have yeah. bikes that they prefer, but to them, like the shoes and the shorts were way more important. Yeah. So again, yeah. Um, when I was talking to Mark about this, I'm like, yes, yeah, basically Jonathan talking about like really <laughs> smart ideas because like I'm just like, ah, fuck it, throw in a bag and it'll get there. Yeah, I, I just can't. Like I said, when I travel regularly, I don't check anything. And I think it's too because Kayla's daddy's work for the airline. So like from a speed speed champ yeah. standpoint, we would never check anything. Like if it didn't fit in our carry on, we weren't bringing it. Like that's that's as, as simple as it is. So like when I go on races and stuff like that, my shoes, all of my camera gear, I don't pack. I don't check anything. I try to make sure I can get it into a single bag. Hashtag minimalism. <laughs> so what do you do? Oh boy. So what do you do about like? Uh, gels and nutrition and under three like ounces. So you have just like a, so all the little gels are under three ounces. Yeah. So you just have like a just a shit ton of those like packed into a like a carry well, bag. Also, I've never run Tahoe. Nah. I've when I've headed when I've headed out to different. So I've went out to what I've gone to California. I've been to Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. I had to bring some stuff. California. I just got it at the expo. Yeah, I couldn't get anything at Hawaii because I knew I was going to be late there. Um. But I'll, I'll pick up some extra stuff in the expo if I need to. Yeah. But no, I just put it in like a like um, a gallon Ziploc bag, and that's where all of my nutrition is. So all of my gels sit in that. Anything anything that's gonna come into that three ounce or whatever, because technically it's not a liquid; it's a gel, so it shouldn't have to be in there. But I know how TSA is, sure, so I don't sure. I don't deal with it. And I go a step further: TSA pre-check, bro. I pay that eighty five bucks because I am not I'm Do not taking really? off my damn shoes. It's uh, eighty five dollars for five years. The amount I travel, yeah, it, it just it's so worth. I don't take off my shoes. I don't take my laptop out of my backpack. That by far is worth eighty five dollars for me. <laughs> or you can just wear like slide on sandals. No, work. yeah. See, I was, uh, I'm an adult, uh, bro. I wear I wear like <laughs> slide on tennis shoes, and I pack all my shit. It all gets checked. I'm like, there you all go. Gosh, that's just. I don't so know. It's, 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 it's so mind bottling. <laughs> so I was I was really impressed when I heard how much it, like you put into that and like yeah I make sure I try to make sure I have everything with me that I need like God forbid something happens to yeah. my bag I have like I can still go on with the race so like I won't if I if I needed to check for whatever reason I would leave like I would have at least one running outfit with me so a shirt shorts socks and my shoes I always have the shoes checked or. Carry on. Carry on, yeah. I have one outfit carry on, and if I need to check something, the rest of it will get checked. So I'm assuming what you would prefer to run in is what you have. Correct. Carry on, and then everything else gets checked. Everything else gets checked, so I have different options because I'm the kind of guy, and, and Kayla, 
Kayla hates it. I mean, I'm the guy that's like the night before I've got like three sets of outfits laid out. I'm like, but th- if the temperature changes by three degrees, I think I need, uh, I don't know which, what, which hat should I wear, honey? Should I wear this hat or should I wear this Boko hat or should I wear this trucker hat or this? She's like, it's a stupid hat. Just put it on. But it clashes with the shirt. <laughs> yeah. But then, but then it's got a match. So it's like, it's got to match a semi. God. I don't, I don't match. I don't do, I don't go to that length, but I make sure. Don't you though? Not, not that bad. <laughs> There is certain things where I'm like, well, that obviously like doesn't yeah. match at all. But Kaylee gives me shit all the time when I go race. She's like, the shirt that shirt doesn't match those shorts. I'm like, well, these are my favorite shorts, yeah. and this is the shirt I want to wear because yeah. it's comfy. It's it's so I I guess in a grand scheme of things, when I think about it, the only time I've really traveled far, like far for a run, was Tahoe. Okay, uh, everything else has been like to Mohican um, or up to Michigan. I uh, went up there and ran hallucination. And I'm looking at your map trying to think, and I think that is it. So, like, that's the, really the first, that's all you've, that's all I've traveled for races. Everything else has been, yeah, you in do Ohio. a lot in the area. Everything else has been in Ohio, um, or, or out east, or New York. in New York where I have family. Right. So, so there's not, there's so not too I, much worry yeah, there. So I had noticed you like talking about like strategically picking places to stay and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and I was like, I'm like, let's see, have I strategically picked? Oh no, Chad Hill did that for me yeah. for Tahoe. Like, oh no, they did everything yeah. for me. And it's funny because John and I are literally both here looking at the map <laughs> Chad, on Chad the wall. Think. So Chad Hill totally took care of Tahoe for me. So again, because he's way more logistically minded than I am, clearly. <laughs> and, and then Michigan, when you, if you if you, if anyone is ever looking for like any race distance whatsoever, and you're just stumped, hallucinate. Well, Michigan Woodstock has literally every race you could want, uh, and it's at a campground. So you bring a fucking tent and you camp right there. So I've never even thought about that. So, um, and then the handful of times I've ran at uh, Mohican, uh, I've been lucky enough to know um, Jamie Barrier, for example. His family has a cabin up there. Right. Um, or the Wells have a uh, uh, camper out a little ways away from there. So I've always just been fortunate enough to where I've never really had to quote unquote fin for myself right. and figure stuff out. Yeah, see I've done and you can see it from the the blog and there'll be a, a link in the show notes, but you'll see I've done I've done most of the East Coast now. So I've I mean I've gone down to Florida I flew to, we drove to Georgia, drove to Alabama, drove South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, Kentucky. So we, we drive a lot of places because uh, the little puppy, you know, I'm not paying $75 each way to, to so, use as a carry-on. So $85 so you don't have to take your shoes off. Okay. But $85 for five years, not $75 each <laughs> way. That's 150 bucks. That's your daughter. And it takes a carry-on. <laughs> yeah, we just drive, though. So Kayla and I have a limit. If it's if it's 12 hours or less, we drive it. Um so we split it into two days. We'll do six yeah. hours a day if we have to. But um, so yeah. you you strategically pick out what hotel you're gonna stay in and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, right? like yeah. So we'll plan out. So like for instance, when we headed to Maryland, Maryland was only like a was like an eight hour drive to where we were at Maryland. But my in laws have a farm, so we stayed at the farm halfway. We drove halfway one night, then went and uh, stayed the night before the race. But it's like all right, where's going to be a decent place for the race where, you know, what's, how far is the race from the hotel and does it have breakfast for Kayla? Cause obviously I'm not eating the breakfast. Does it have breakfast for Kayla? Is it near other stuff that she can do or is it near the expo or is it too freaking expensive? Or, Let me ask you this then. Yeah. 
if the race is a out and back, do you stay closer to the starting line or to the finish line of the race? You mean a point to point? Sure. Because out and back would be the same. (laughs) Man, that National Bohemian's going to the dome. (laughs) What is this, a whopping 4%? I don't know the bottle's there. Take a look at it. So point point to point. point, I've only done... How many point to points have I done? I've only done one point to point, and it was Big Sur. No lies. I've done Grandma's and Big Sur. I've done Grandma's and Big Sur, but both of them bust you out to the start Uh, and then bring you back. Okay. So they bust you out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Big Sur, you get screwed if you stay out on Big Sur because the roads close the entire race, so you can't get back. No shit. It's the it's the only rate. It's the only road that gets you from Big Sur back to. uh, Oh, I'm gonna miss this. It's not Monterey. Yeah, it's Monterey. Yeah, yeah, Monterey. Is it Monterey? They um, that's the only road they get you from there. So if you want to, if you stay in Big Sur and want to see near the start, yeah, you have to wait for everyone to pass by that point. Then you have to go around the mountain to get to the race, to get to the finish area. So it's like that doesn't make any sense. So those Caleb for that one and grandma's uh Kayla saw me at like mile 10 at grandma's because she was able to go out but big sir she dropped me off at 3 a.m 3 30 in the morning I bust out to the start and she saw me at the finish line that's the only place she saw me on the entire race just imagine how much wine she drank in that time frame well she was with the buddy so she didn't have a lot <laughs> the answer is a lot yeah, the, the hey. answer is all of it <laughs> <laughs> this past week, so at the 50K, since we didn't have the course, I couldn't figure out where the hell she was going to be to see me. Yeah. So she saw me at the start and at the second lap. So drops me off at the start, goes to Chick-fil-A, gets breakfast, come back, takes a nap, wakes up, sees me in my start, my second loop, goes to Chick-fil-A and gets lunch. That's <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. That sounds like something like Jen's a huge Chick-fil-A fan. That's like, that's right up her alley. Yeah. So yeah, that's, see, it's like, so all this like traveling stuff, I've never really thought about some of it. Um, I'm. Quite honestly, I don't even want to have to think about some of that stuff. I'm how do you, really- how do you stay? Do you stay or so not even like a travel thing? Because obviously you want your all your luggage to get lost. Yeah. Do you have like <laughs> any sort of like storage plan or so, like can like how do you how do you organize everything for like Mo and stuff like that? Because obviously you, yeah. like, you'll have crews and stuff. How yeah. do you organize that stuff when you're traveling? So I have so I'll, again all my clothes go into like. Um, my black hole bag, right? So, you know, try to think of it like those little Russian dolls. So I have everything in that black hole Russian bag. Rus- Russian, Rus- Russian, Russian nesting dolls. Yes. So think of it like that. I have everything in that big, huge black hole bag. And then down from that, because at Mo, you have, you know, multiple drop points and you have, uh, obviously the loops you come in on. I'll go as far as to put, uh, in every one, gallon bag i'll put in a pair of shorts a shirt and a pair of socks that i would want to have at one that way if something gets wet so like a set of it like hand me the bag i'll have a full set in a bag and then i can even and then i'll mark on the bag like okay i want this to go to this destination i want this to go to this destination i want this to stay at this and all that kind of stuff so i'll have all those bags broke down that way if i ever want any one thing i know hey go find this bag right and then as far as like nutrition I have. I went to the container store, which for an ultra runner, the container store is like fucking heaven. There's one of those at Easton, right? Yeah, well, that's the one. I, yeah, that's okay. what, as a matter of fact, it's one I go to. And then, coincidentally enough, it's right around the corner from REI too. So, <laughs> so you leave Easton broke. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. So take a loan out, go to Easton. <laughs> um, but so the container store. So I went to the container store and I got two huge. I don't even know how big they are. I mean, huge, huge. <laughs> Sorry, huge. I couldn't help it. <laughs> so uh, I don't. know. They're probably um, four foot long, two feet. <laughs> Two feet wide and probably about two feet deep. I mean, they're they're good size. Yeah. Back. But inside that, I put um, all my nutrition, all my first aid stuff, uh, different uh, different water bottles if one breaks, different hydration vests in case one tears. So everything's in there. And then inside of that, even I then break down into smaller containers from the container store, like all my nutrition. Like mm-hmm. this this container has like chews this container has waffles this container has gels and then so and so and so so on it's all compartmentalized so if you know if i come in i'm like you know fuck caffeine i can't do any more caffeine and they'll they know hey that this is this gels around here and and those aren't the caffeine ones or whatever i have saw saw some things online about people using like tackle boxes and stuff like that but i haven't found like any I don't want a tackle box that has like 15 drawers. So Chad Hill has a really cool so and so I kind of stole my idea from Chad mm. where he had everything kind of compartmentalized. And so that's what I did. He just has a way nicer setup than I do. His is more his is more um more compact okay. and, and a little bit better divvied up. Mine is almost too big because <laughs> with that, <laughs> with that extra space, I've gotten really like Leaning it with ah fuck it, throw just it throw in some bin. more stuff in there, and like so that thing, and I believe I have, I think I have two of them, so it's fucking ridiculous the amount of shit that I will pack in. I'm like, and at one point I was like, I'm gonna bring this for every run I go to, and I'm like, this is fucking dumb because you never know, like, right? You know, wet wipes, or like, there's a compartment for wet wipes. Now, here's why not? What's, here's what's really dumb: I have multiple packets of wet wipes. Now, Carolyn Morgan can tell you how many times does my dumbass carry white wipes when I go for a run? Never. That'd be a big fat zero. Thank God for Carolyn, who's always like, here you go, Johnny. Here's my wet <laughs> here's, wipes. Here's the wet wipes. Yeah. So funny, funny wet wipes thing. The uh, Blaze in the race this past weekend. Every once in a while, he would just either like trot further down the trail ahead of us, or like back off. I'd look around, and he like he wasn't there because we ran together for a good portion of this yeah. race. And I was like, "Where did he go?" And he's like, "I think he's got to poop again." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" And then we get we're probably we're probably twenty in twenty twenty one in, and he goes. Well, I uh, hope I don't need to poop anymore. He's like, <laughs> bags empty. And I'm like, dude, it's it's a 50K. Like, you shouldn't have to poop that many times. Like, you need to check that diet out. What's cra- Well, it sounds like he's, at least you know he's eating. Like, I he's, mean. That's impressive he managed to poop that it was, many times. I think it was at least four or five times. God. Like, in the woods, because there's no, I mean, right, we're in the middle right. of nowhere at that point. But I do thoroughly enjoy it. That's one of my favorite things about trail running, though, is the fact that, Mother Nature's your toilet. It is the best. There's, there's something really nice. I'm going to poop here. Yeah. I just really enjoy finding like a log that has fallen, like a tree that has fallen. And make it a seat. And then it's like sitting and then dangling your ass off the back. And it's like the perfect toilet. Like, I, I don't know why. I thoroughly enjoy that. Um, it's the know. little things it's in life. It's the little things in life. Uh, so hashtag trail running. Hashtag trail running. Yeah, for sure. Um, so when you go, I know you haven't done too many races outside of uh, of the state or even not too far of a drive but like when you did the pig you did the pig once or how many times twice she's a pig or uh, just once no, i've only done the pig once so that's good ex- so going back to like because i don't do enough right like traveling stuff 
I that's so you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, I kind of accidentally fucked me and the other people that was running the pig with me that day, because when I went to look for hotels, instead of thinking, well, instead of thinking well in advance that hey, this might sell out, like, yeah, maybe just maybe there would be more than just me and my friends going to run this <laughs> fucking marathon that's nationally known. Um, so I waited a little too long, and then my so my options were limited. But then the other thing I did is I just naturally looked for the hotel chain that I stay at. Right. Right. Like I'm like, uh, for some dumb reason, I was loyal to a fault. And I'm like, oh, I always stay at Holiday Inns. I will look for a Holiday Inn. You'll find the Holiday Inn. So the Holiday Inn I found was on the Covington side, way west of where the start and finish was. Near the airport? Or is the airport out east? I have no clue. I I have no clue. I will tell you this. It was a long fucking walk. <laughs> and, and like, there were some people not happy with me uh, when we made the walk. Yeah. That's um, one thing I like logistically. I, f- I find where the hotels are at. I find where everything is because, because I think it's because and it, it's probably the complete opposite of what you use. I've done it so many times yeah, yeah. traveling for races. I mean, right now I'm not repeating States. The only repeating race I've been doing was possum. Yeah. Other than that, every race I've done is, is in a brand new state going somewhere else. Yeah. So I think that's what's helped me with like the, the traveling thing. But like when you go to New York and stuff like that, I'll tell my little side of it, but how, how early do you get to those places? I know you've got family there, so it's a little different, but yeah. like if you're going for the race, do you go there like too early or like, do you get the day before or like what's your, what's your game plan to like get in to go for the race? So I... I think you have to be. I, th- I think a lot of it has to do with where the race is and and where the race is and what kind of climate you're used to. Right. Right. So for us flatlanders, you know, for of us like Ohio, Kentucky, you know, Indiana, Michigan, Pennsylvania kind of people, if you have any thoughts of going to Utah, Idaho, Nevada, Arizona, California, Oregon. Anywhere out west, and you think you're going to run? We're going to Washington D.C. Yeah. So if you going, I gotta find that Howard Dean video. <laughs> so if you're going out west and you're going into altitude, you better get there like three days early, and allow yourself to acclimate. Um, so that's that's one thing. When we went to Tahoe, we got there early and we allowed our bodies to acclimate. Here we go. Oh, wait for it. Oh, I got. I'll have to fast forward this. If you had told us one year that. Not only are we going to New Hampshire, Tom Harkin, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember the Dave Chappelle bit of that? And here's the crazy thing. He seems perfectly sane now. so yeah as far as like when to get there again like so you're you're thinking just from the climate standpoint so like when i or the the climate and the environment i guess when we when we go to races one thing that my buddy uh dr mike told me about he recommends getting there two days before and making sure you hit up the expo for obviously for road races, you're hitting up actual expos. Trail races usually don't have expos. You just have to like pack and pick up the day before the race usually. But for the road races, the expos usually last in a few days beforehand. You kind of want to make sure that you hit the expo up early because then you're, you're spending your time on your feet that day. 
Is it hilarious that I think it's funny that he's worried about the amount of time on his feet at an expo? It is. I mean, except you, he's trying to get sub three, so yeah, he's a yeah, little yeah. different. So I mean, this is a guy who we're talking about who's trying to crack like sub threes. So like, yeah. it, hopefully he's he's hopefully supposed to be visiting in the next few months. And I told him, I'm like, Hey, if you're here on a recording day, we'll, we'll let you talk for just a little bit. And then I'm going to mute your microphone. Cause you're gonna make it sound like jackasses. I mean, it's just hilarious. Like, Oh, I couldn't possibly be on my feet for like 30 minutes. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, bro. I, got- I remember when we did Atlanta, we did, we went to the, we went to the expo. We got some chicken and waffles at, um, Gladys Knight's restaurant, I think in, yeah. in, in off Peachtree. Yeah. And we went back to the house and the day before the race, we were up, we were at a little league game for a little bit. And then after that, like, God, I don't think I got 50 steps in that entire day, man. Really? After that, like, it was only, but now clearly, I ran, I ran a 359. So it's like, well, I mean, it, clearly what he's talking about works. I mean, this is right. like who we said, I mean, he's hitting sub threes. Right. Right. So, I mean, I mean, I probably, but, should, but, but it's I probably also the same. shouldn't be poking fun at him, no. work, but it's so fucking funny. It's, it's one of those so, things where you're just like, it sounds ludicrous. Like, yeah. oh, you can't be on your feet for 30 more minutes, but it's like, was that the 30 minutes that that could have done it right probably not there's yeah. probably he helped me train in all aspects so like all of my nutrition all of my training leading up to so it could be the work that i did to put sure, into it sure. before then but yeah but what's weird is i didn't even i guess like for example columbus columbus's expo is only the is it two days before it's then? two days before is it so, yeah man i got I, it's friday it, it may be thursday friday and saturday it's really? for sure friday and saturday oh that's right because they run it on sundays don't they yeah so yeah, see that's another thing. Like I'm so used to stuff happening on Saturdays that it doesn't even like dawn upon me like, hey dumbass, don't go to that the day before and stand around for four hours. Right. Buying bullshit marked up price <laughs> stuff at expos. Like, You're like, I need this though. You're like, but do you really? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it may be it may be Price just a little bit lower, but when you buy six pairs of shoes, they still made a lot of money off of you. <laughs> but I, we, so this year at New York, yeah, we out there like <laughs> the Hoka booth. I was trying to get them to like come down on price on stuff. They we kept we kept walking right back by. He's like, "What about this?" And she's like, "This is the price of it." She's like, like, she's like, "I seriously don't right. think you get it." Yeah, okay, I'll be back. I'll be I'll be right back. <laughs> she's like, "I seriously don't think you get it." And I'm like, "But look, it's right here on RunningWarehouse.com." She's like, "I don't care what they have." Yeah, I don't. I'm like, and what's funny is out of sheer spite, I said. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> right in front of her, she's like, fucking cool for you, dude. Yeah. Go Sounds away. Sounds cool, bro. I'm making $8 an hour. Yeah. I don't really like, care. I hate you. Go away. But yeah, as you can tell from, from our little ranting back and forth, traveling is something that apparently I do a lot better than John. Yeah. I, there's not very many things I do that. But yeah, I think it's it's about staying focused in uh, like where you're going to stay, what you're going to do, just kind of having a plan. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. I and mean, that's almost like anything we talk about is having a plan beforehand, but trying to set yourself up for success. You want as m- few things to go wrong as possible. So I think, I mean, that's the kind of thing I'll, I'll shout up a few websites that I use. I prefer hotels.com to book stuff. I don't like this Travago bullshit. I'm Travago. Why visit 15 websites? You shut the hell up. You old geezer. It's just so I go to hotels.com every 10 nights you get a night free. Really? Yeah. And it basically takes an average of your night spent and that's your night free. You get that cost. Really? So every 10 nights I do it. And I, that's all I've used. Wait, wait, wait. You don't use the Airbnb? It depends. So yeah. we found a lot of the Airbnbs, especially going with the puppy. Yeah. When uh, you find, when you find ones that allow dogs, yeah. they really allow dogs. Like it's like, <laughs> that's Oh, funny. that's, it's <laughs> real creepy. Like that place up in Michigan. Which 
when we went up for uh, North Country. Oh God, that freaking hotel in Cadillac, we Michigan. Could, we could have put, we could have made like another fifteen dogs that amount of hair that was in there. Gosh, there was still dog food like underneath the door. <laughs> like it's a clean room. I'm like, no, it's not. Like we'll give you a free breakfast. I'm like, that's not what I want. Who's standard? But there's like, there was three hotels in all of Cadillac, Michigan. So it's like, where else could I stay? Yeah. There was an Airbnb there. It was in the middle of the woods, and I'm like, hmm. Pretty sure I saw like a well and a guy going, squeal like a pig. That was a good brewery though. I've forgotten about that brewery until just now. What was that called? I have no clue. I'll have to look it up. And- I have a, you know what we, I have, I have two things that is kind of coming to my mind is one, I wonder if you could ramble on it by yourself long enough while I went to the bathroom and two, it would give you a great opportunity to talk shit about the person like we've discussed when they stop for restroom breaks. You don't need to take a restroom break, man. <sighs> I'm stressing it. It's all right. Clam Lake Beer Company. Yes, yes. That Which f- I found odd. Are there clams in that lake? Do clams... I didn't know clams grew in lake. I, I thought clams were salt water. So did I. So I found that odd. It was kind of, I don't know. I don't know. Lake Cadillac, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was really good food and beer. And yeah. That's another... That was like the only good thing other than me finishing 50 miles of that race because Cadillac weird. was a piece of shit. That was a weird town. That was a weird town. That was, it was real weird. It's super economically depressed. Yeah, it's kind of like this. You think you're mad enough to fight me, you little shit? Yeah, because you're a drunk piece of shit, Dan. You're both drunk pieces of shit. Both of you sit the fuck down. That's kind of like what Cadillac Michigan was like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. That is queued up like that. Oh, oh it's, like, it's like I was on the ones and twos mixing it up. What's so weird is like we were even discussing bringing up Cadillac. Like it was yeah, still just queued it, up for something. It else. works out. It's queued up. It's queued up. There was many conversations that you probably could have gone. I would. I would have found a way. You would have said something. I'm like, did you say South Park? Yeah. And you're like, no. I, I said. I said. I said none of those cardinal directions. <laughs> <laughs> I did not use those words. But yeah, uh, traveling for races. I think it's just about having a plan, finding a place to stay. Like I said, Hotels.com is good. Airbnb. If you can find a good Airbnb, I mean, definitely hit that up. Because yeah. you use Airbnb more often than I than don't not, know right? the last time I stayed in a hotel. Yeah, we well, usually do just. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, that was weird. Last September, got it. <laughs> uh, can't remember the last time. It's been it's been decades. Uh, Airbnb is good. Like I said, if you have pets, sometimes it's hard to find decent Airbnb. Um, we drive everywhere, so we don't need rental cars. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that like I, I would always find like a grocery store or like a local running store because you will forget something. Yeah. This yeah. past race, uh, and when I was heading out to Maryland, I forgot contact solution, which is something you need when you wear contacts. So really? I had to figure out, yeah, it's so, so stupid. Man. And I literally just changed my contacts and I had to throw them away cause I won't sleep in them yeah. anymore. Cause I just wake up like, I don't know, zombie eyed. Best money I've ever spent. LASIK. It's, it's one of those things where way my insurance cost it covers it. I would be paying the same amount of money because I don't pay any money for so contacts. I only pay for contact solutions. So much better. Yeah. So much better. That's what you old people have to do. One of my so you're talking about how always find like a always always know where a good running store is close. When we don't were, forget your towel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we when we was out in California, the running store there was a running store literally right next to the hotel. That's the that best. they had picked, and we had. <laughs> They had picked it. Maybe they did it for a reason. I, I honest to God, I, I, I will give Chad credit. I, he might have. Like, I don't know. He but, probably did because he's I logistically you, sound. I will tell you this. That place, we, 
they probably made their yearly budget off of us alone. Because we're just like, <laughs> oh, you know what? Just in case, we could probably use this too. But now one of my favorite running hats is from that store. Like that's the hat. Was it, it was a local, was it their hat? Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. English is hard today. <laughs> so yeah, my one of my favorite running hats is from there now. I wear it fairly often, but they were super cool because it, it, it had gotten to the point where like we were in there a lot. They're like, "Oh, hey, welcome back, guys. What do we need?" They're like, Jesus Christ! Like, yep, you know my name. You already have my uh, yeah, my yeah. credit card Can in you just there. Rerun just, the card again. Just rerun it. You got yeah. it. So, I hope you guys got something from from this, <laughs> other than not to travel with me. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah, if if you want to plan everything, travel with John. If you want to plan nothing, travel with me. But I'm like a travel Nazi. You see my my Froder's Alaska book. Jeez. Reading that, I read I read like two or three books. We make sure we get it all planned out. Oh my and, god. It's 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 how it rolls. But if you if you want to live life on the edge, yeah, you travel with me. If you want to live, travel with me. <laughs> I mean, you'll live. <laughs> you'll you'll have a hell of a run. <laughs> It'll be interesting. But yeah, um, let's go over some local stuff that we have going on. Um, cool local event this week. <laughs> I happen to be putting on uh, hangry at Zaftig Brewing Company. Um, hangry Racers, we're doing a fundraiser at Zaftig Brewing Company this upcoming Thursday um, from five to eight p.m. The Taquitos Tacos truck is going to be there. They're going to be donating a portion of their sales, and so is Zaftig on a per beer basis. So, um, if you want more information for that, you can find it on the Hangry Race Series Facebook page, which we will have in the show notes. Um, that's really the only thing I had that's going on locally. Is there anything else that's happening like this weekend? I don't. I can't think of anything that's really kind of grabbed my attention. This, this is weekend. like a this is like a lull time because like race season's really the end of March into yeah. like April May. So I know some people are putting together some big runs this weekend, uh, just trying to get ready for like there's some there's some big miles training runs going on this weekend. Okay. Um. So I'll be at Mohican Saturday. Nice. Clocking at least one loop. No, I take it back. I will only do one loop. Like, I don't even know why. At least one loop. I don't know why I even begin. Mark be like, let's just do one more. Yeah. Just, we'll just head here. There will be one loop done at Mo. Uh, and then Sunday, running with the boys. Um, Sunday. We'll have, so, to, we'll have to chat about that to um, figure out. On the note of social medias, something that all of our lovely listeners did that cracked me up this week. I love the fact that we're starting to get more and more people commenting on posts and pictures and whatnot like that and like interacting and liking them or hearting them or loving them or whatever and laughing or da 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 da. But one thing that really cracked me up is I put on a like a little like ha ha thing. Oh. <laughs> I put on something like ha ha funny. I was like, hey, now that I got your attention, please go to Facebook or go to iTunes and rate us and give us a give us a uh, uh, a rate and a review. And for the amount of people who like <laughs> commented and or reacted to the photo i was like so clearly i i i love it thank you guys but maybe uh maybe a rate and john review. texted me he's like these sons of bitches <laughs> people are fucking like, with me like, <laughs> like they're liking all this post but none of them are rating anything <laughs> i'm like oh goodness but yeah so you can find us on all of the social medias at run beer and bs we are on facebook twitter and instagram we really would love if you'd reach out to us. Uh, the preferred platform is Facebook because we can have yeah. more of a conversation there in, in the comment thread and stuff like that. But you can obviously uh, comment on our stuff on Twitter and Instagram. We're probably going to start being a little more heavy used on on Facebook yeah. and then posting like a lot of pictures and stuff on Instagram and like with the story and that sort of thing. So definitely follow us on all of those social medias. You can find 
the show notes for this episode at runningbeerandbs.com slash EP007. Um, you'll be able to find everything that we talked about in those show notes. And then you can also go to runningbeerandbs.com slash episodes and you can actually catch any previous episodes we have you can click there you can listen to them directly in your browser or you can uh, see the show notes there you can go over to your favorite podcast listening area as well hey i do have one more thing so um we're talking about our our episodes coming up what we should do and like that and i had someone reach out to me which thank you for reaching out that's what we're trying to encourage and they suggested uh, maybe us doing an episode for newer runners. Okay. And they wanted us to talk about... Don't do it. <laughs> it's a drug. It's a gateway drug. It's a gateway. You will do ultras. So they wanted us to talk about when you're a new runner, what do you use to stay motivated and keep going? What What is there apps you use? Is there... Like, what keeps okay. you motivated, keeps moving? So... um Give that a thought, folks out there. See if you like that idea. If you have other ideas, hit us up. Let us know what some of the other ideas Yeah, and what are. we can do is we'll, we'll actually post that question on social media. So by the time you're listening to this, this will be on our Facebook page. We'll have a post there. Just leave your comments to give some motivation and stuff like that. We'll read our favorites. Shout out to some people. Um, you can get more followers that way if that's what you're about. You're about that life. About that. Get, that yeah, just, <clears throat> get that clout score up. <clears throat> yeah, but just, uh, you know, answer. <clears throat> oh, man, my throat is killing me. Answer those. Uh, answer the question on Facebook and you just give a little uh, motivation and insight for the new runners. We'll do that here in an episode, maybe not next week, maybe the following week to get some time to get some answers. But definitely have that open communication with us on Facebook because we really like seeing the, uh, the support and seeing that you guys like what we're doing here on the podcast. Um, I mean, obviously, if you guys don't like it, it's really just John and I sitting in my room. <laughs> being weird. Being keeping, weird and talking keep, to herself. And keep, Kayla's like, keep, this is the voice. Keeping Kayla awake. Yeah, she's like, I don't, I don't get this. You, bitch, you son of a bitch. Man, nasty. You done spilled that on my titty, Steve. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've ever heard Kayla use any of those words. Nope, she hasn't. And she won't <laughs> listen to this. Um, uh, but yeah, so where was I at? Got to find my simple notes here. But yeah, if you did like this podcast, we would love if you would leave us a rate and review on both Facebook and on your favorite podcast platform. iTunes and Google are the best ways for people to see us uh, and see the ratings and stuff like that. So if you do use a different program, just head over to iTunes or head over to Google and leave a rating. We really would appreciate it. You know, share beer recommendations, topic ideas, your training, you know, photos, anything that you've got going on. We'd love to hear and love to chat with you about it. If you have not subscribed to this, please subscribe to it on your favorite platform and share it with all of your friends. John, you got anything else? No, sir. Sounds good. We will see you guys next week. Peace.